Welcome to the U.S. Glass Magazine Glass and Metal Industry Podcast. Real people, real conversations, real results. This podcast is sponsored by Western Window Systems. And now, here is your host, Deb Levy, publisher of U.S. Glass Magazine. Good day, everyone, and welcome to the U.S. Glass Magazine Podcast, sponsored by Western Window Systems. We're thrilled and delighted to have you here joining us today, and we're even more thrilled and delighted, I have to say, no offense to any of our listeners, to have joining us the gentleman, the brain trust behind LearnGlazing.com. We have Marcus Strayer. Hey, Marcus, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Good. And joining Marcus is Alex Bouchel. Alex, how are you? I'm good, thank you. We're good, and we're so excited to have you here uh, because, as we all know, we've done kind of a joint partnership with Learn Glazing and U.S. Glass Magazine, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But first, I want to ask each of you to to tell a little bit about your background, some of the things that you do, and how you came to form LearnGlazing.com. And not to put you on the spot, but Marcus, I'm going to start with you. Uh, yeah. So I've been in the business for about 20 years now. Um, I've worked at uh, Harmon Incorporated, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with, um, when they had a Detroit office. And I went to another local glazing firm after that. And then in 2006 uh, and 2007, started a drafting firm um, that's grown, which is MP Drafting and Design. And um, we've got 15 people there, 10 full-time drafters. And um, when we were really diving into the training. Uh, Chris Martin, my business partner on the Learn Glazing side, saw what we were doing and saw a big opportunity for um, getting some of this knowledge um, out in the world, uh, you know, for glazing project managers. And we really sat down and looked at what was out there at the time. And this is going back about four years. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot out there. And uh, it it really was a good opportunity to bring um, our knowledge and his ability to develop websites and marketing and the whole backend processes together. Um, and we started then developing Learn Glazing. So in the beginning, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the beginning, you're mostly focused on project managers and giving um, even, you know, office and sales staff background. Do I have that correct? Yes, absolutely. We're so as drafters, we typically deal with project managers of the glazing contractors um, exclusively. So that was our experience for years was working with these people and personally being a project manager for a number of years. Um, it allowed us to really feel the pain that they go through on a daily basis in this industry. Um, and we wanted to develop that resource for glazing contractors to be able to bring on new employees uh, much more quickly and efficiently than just uh, kind of sitting next to the experienced guy. Yeah, it's funny, uh, you know, at least people when they're out in the field glazing, they're going to get an education because they're doing it every day. But people who aren't in that position, it's awfully difficult to get that education. I'm sure that's exactly what you found. Oh, absolutely. That's the, um, and what's uh, been a great experience with uh, doing Learn Glazing is talking to so many different customers, talking to so many different glazing contractors. And um, it's almost a universal issue that um, these people are having out in the industry is finding a way to implement a even a basic training system um, and they know they want to they know they need to but they didn't have the resources or the tools to be able to do it so um, that's where when we started learn glazing we focused on the first 10 courses of simply the process of project management from submittals and 
uh, architectural drawings, reading those and doing takeoffs. And, you know, it's not uh, incredibly interesting, but even just ordering glass is an important topic that these guys need to and gals need to learn. So it was um, it was fun putting it together and we've gotten a lot of good feedback on the training. That's great. What I especially like about the program is that it's designed and it teaches in the way that people generally like to learn today. There's small modules, very focused on individual things. You can put a lot more together and make a bigger course out of it, or you can pick just exactly what you need. You know, like I often go onto YouTube, like, how do I change this light bulb or how do I do this? Well, <laughs> you're sort of the glazing equivalent of that in a way. Yeah, and it's been, um, uh, and to bring Alex in a little bit here, so a year and a half ago, uh, we really saw the need with our training. We had had some success. Um, TubeLight was awesome for us being our first major sponsor. They really saw the vision of what we were trying to do before we really had much to offer people. And as we started developing some resources and getting the training, we realized how important it is to get the video content out there um, and to grow that side of it. So when Alex became available, we chatted with him. It was an awesome fit for us. And I'm sure people have seen him on YouTube and he does an amazing job developing these videos. And he brings a lot of glass knowledge himself to the, to the table as well. I know he's turning into a, a, a glass superstar there. Alex, tell us, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your journey toward that stardom that you have. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So I, I've been in the industry um, not quite as long as Marcus, but pretty close. I, I would probably be close to 17 years now. Uh, I started right out of college or in college. While I was there, I was working for a local business that did those uh, glass sunrooms that we see all around the country. And uh, same thing, I started in drafting. I was designing those things and, and submitting permits and so on and kind of just started learning about the, the products there. I disconnected for a little while when I kind of changed gears in college. Uh, but somehow found myself right back in this business. And, and I ended up working for an engineering company for a while, uh, doing similar additions to back rooms, and then eventually at a fabricator. And uh, once I hit that fabricator, they just they dumped me out on the floor and they said, <laughs> hey, go get your hands dirty. Mm -hmm. uh, learn every process. I spent about six months going through every single station at a fabricator so that I could, I could figure things out. And I, I think it was a little bit of like a no faith. We don't know where to put you yet, but we like you kind of thing. So they just let me sit on the floor for a while. But um I think it was really interesting to me to learn all of the ins and outs of what everybody had to do. And uh, I was able to put myself as a resource pretty quickly in the company because I was one of the only people in the office that understood what the guys in the shop were doing. Mm. And and that's kind of where I realized the disconnect myself, right? Mm -hmm. And like everybody else, there's there's a big disconnect in information or, or processes and education. And uh, once I talked to Marcus, I just, I saw the value instantly because you know, as I like to describe it, it's all uh, circumstance. You're learning based on whatever's on my desk right now. And that is what all of the training is at every one of these glazing contractors at every office everywhere. It's, I can teach you what I have in front of me. I can teach you what I'm working on, uh, but I can't teach you the things that I don't have here because either I don't have them or I just don't have time. Right. So when Marcus told me that he was establishing like this nice foundation that was linear, um, it was really nice to kind of see that organization and, and, and kind of jump on board. And um, I mean, yeah, you guys are seeing the videos. Uh, just so you know, I did have to teach myself video editing. <laughs> in order to do that, so don't judge me too hard. I think you've done great. <laughs> so I, I'm new to that world, but um, yeah, definitely not new to the glass. I, I love glass and, and my background is mostly in specialty glass. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Some people call it decorative glass. Some people right. call it specialty glass. It depends on whatever you want to call it. Just uh, anytime you touch the glass other than drilling it and polishing it, you know, if you're going to add some color, that was, that was me. So 
uh, had a lot of fun doing that for a while. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I've seen, I've watched almost all the videos now and they're very impressive, not only in content, but in the ability to package the content. And and actually, I'll just say that that's, that's sort of the way we met. I had um, gotten to take a look at the site just a couple of weeks before a trade show and I had made a note to myself that when I got back from that trade show, I was going to look you all up because I thought what you were doing would be so welcomed by our readers. And then I looked up one day in our booth uh, at the show and there was Alex and it was like, oh, I've been looking for you. And then we just started chatting and things went that way. And uh, yeah. luckily we've been able to um, put a program together whereby U.S. Glass Magazine readers are able to access the training at no charge. Um, and people might say, well, how much is a subscription? Subscription's free too. And we're never going to come back at you and say, okay, now pay for it. We'll figure, you know, that's not, not the case. It's free training. So we appreciate working with you on that very much. Oh, we're super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit for a minute about, uh, how, how learn glazing is structured. You know, how many courses are there, the topics, the things that people see when they go in there and kick the tires. Sure. Um, so we, what we've done is we put all the training into what we're calling lanes so that there's 10 different lanes. There's 37 courses currently right now. Um, we're getting ready to drop the 38. Um, so we're continuing to add content, but we're also continuing to go back and, uh, revisit the content that's already up there. So like the engineering 101 course, uh, we just revamped that added, uh, 50% more slides and information, but, as far as the format goes, within each course, it's a slide style format, um, similar to a PowerPoint on steroids. <laughs> you can go in, you can, so you pick the course that you want to look at. It's going to have an introductory video by Alex explaining what you're going to learn. And then if there's any additional resources, such as supplemental videos, those will be there. But each course is going to, um, you're just going to go through page by page. There'll be clickable images and uh, videos sometimes and links and as you go through the course and learn, at the end, there's a quiz um, to test your knowledge. And then every single course has discussion points. So the way that we like to set this up, and there's an ebook coming out of how to set up the training system in your own organization, um, what you would do as the student is take those discussion points and go to your boss or training leader or whoever's been assigned to help you through the process and talk to them about what you've learned, talk to them about uh, the individual points and, and there's very specific questions to start the conversation. And then that way, the person who's in charge of your training can help focus on a specific topic at a time, not get too far out there where they're, you're learning too broad, but, and that's the opportunity for the glazing contractor to educate that student on their secret sauce their What makes that company different than their competitor? Um, so it's a nice, easy format. You know, we try to have the students go through, two, three courses um, a week, max one to two is kind of an optimal thing because as everybody knows, you bring on a new person, you want to get them working as soon as humanly possible. So right. this helps them get up to speed quickly and helps give them a path for basically the first six months of their employment to uh, really give them the best options to do well within that company. That's great. The big thing that I see on, on both ends of this is like you hire a new guy and you don't know how to train them. And then the new guy standing there watching you not train them. Right. So <laughs> the, what we fear, what Marcus is talking about, um, it, I guess in my words, it would be like we've created a system that people can follow. So it educates the educator on how to keep tabs mm -hmm. on their new employee. 
as well as the new employee kind of continue to start working on stuff and learning at their own pace. Uh, your own pace is, is probably the most important part of this whole thing, right? Like you can learn at your own pace. Obviously, there's going to be a demand by your employer or whatever it might be to to get up a little faster. But um, people can take time, uh, do some of the assignments. They can sit there and try and give you know give them some homework or something uh, and make it relevant to whatever they're working on right now. But it takes that distraction of the new employee a little bit away for a time. And I think that's kind of like a lot of value to some of these guys that say, I don't even know how to bring somebody on board right now. Right. I wouldn't have the time to train them. Yeah, you hear that a lot. You know, it's funny how that formalized training is something everybody knows they need and everybody wants and they want to have a program in their company. But the amount of time it takes to put it together often keeps it from happening because how do you stop to do a long-term goal when you can't get your short-term goals accomplished? Exactly. Yeah. So what, since you guys have been out in the market and had people, um, using the training, what have been the things that have surprised you about it, about the feedback you've gotten pleasantly or otherwise? I would say the biggest surprise is just how, I, how do I say this? So most companies out there, like you said, you hit on the point earlier is we had assumed that there was at least at the beginning that there was at least a base level idea of how to train their new employees. And there's been some very big companies we've talked to that are great glazers. They have awesome employees. I mean, they do this fantastic work, but at the end of the day, when they bring new people in, they're just throwing them to the wolves for better lack of terms. And um, the feedback that we're getting is just really big thanks to say, Hey, this allows me to start doing this in a more systematic approach. And then some companies are taking what we're doing and then they're adding their own spin to it or going that next level with it. But once we gave them the starting point, once we gave them kind of the, the skeleton of how to do things, it really started uh, filling out for them. So that was it was really great and affirming for us to hear that this was giving these companies and even bigger, well-established companies an opportunity to put a realistic training uh, scenario in place. Because when we started Learn Glazing, it was the whole idea of the first couple of years was just to get information on the page. Mm-hmm. And we didn't put any thought into, you know, what sequence you should learn, how fast you should be doing it, the training leaders, all that sort of stuff. So a lot of what's going to be coming out is going to be supporting the training leaders or the owners or the general managers. It's we're going to be focusing on them because they're so busy, they don't have time to put that system in place. So we're, we're really trying to help them, which then filters down into the employee that's learning the basics. Makes sense. And Alex, how about you? What do you hear out in the field and what surprised you? Yeah, I, I think what surprised me the most is just the um, the amount of people out there that are familiar with some, if not a good portion of our content, but are still super excited to see the little bits and pieces that they were needing to fill in, right? So you've got experienced blazers, you've got experienced project managers. Um, they're reading this thing and they're going, okay, yeah, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. But there's like maybe one or two things in each course that they didn't know and that little bit of value goes a long way. So we've had a lot of companies that had experienced people go through our training and now they've adopted it as a staple, just saying like, hey, listen, I had people that were here for 10 years. I had people that were here for five years. I had people that were here for two years. And there was a little hole in everybody's uh, education. At least we know that that hole is gone for everyone across the board, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the people that have done it, good feedback on anybody who's already done it. Say, hey, listen, this is good stuff. I already knew most of it. You know, I, I didn't really need it, but I'm glad I looked at it. It was a good refresher. And then you've had people that start from scratch and go, oh, my God, I didn't know there was more than one piece of type of glass. 
So it just, uh, it's been pretty cool all the way around. Um, I think more than anything is we've also created the conversation, right? Like a lot of people in the office now know what topics to talk about, what to cover. And I think that's been the biggest benefit that I hear is uh, I didn't know what to talk about today, but you gave me that subject matter and it made my life a lot easier. Um, really good feedback so far. Um, the videos, I, I think those help. A lot of people don't learn by reading. Uh, I think that's kind of one of our right. objectives too, is to try and facilitate the different types of learning out there. Sure. And, and the, the videos have gotten some really good feedback. We're still a little bit in that, you know, people don't know it's out there as much as, you know, it's out there. But uh, once they discover it, as they've been discovering, we've gotten really good feedback. So that that's great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering, like our readers are always saying, oh, you should do an article on this or you should write about that. Do you have people coming to you saying, hey, when are you going to do the module on this and that? And do you get that a lot? Yeah, absolutely. We're the biggest uh, thing that we get asked for. Number one is door hardware. Uh, people are um, people want to not want to people. People hate door hardware. <laughs> they hate getting involved in it. There, a lot of these shops will outsource the fabrication for it because they don't have a guy in the shop that knows what they're doing. Um, so we're in a big drive for us in the coming year and uh, next 18 months is doing much more technical and hands-on content. Great. So a lot more video content, a lot more very uh, focused groups. And we're going to, door hardware is going to be a big one. So we're working right now on a course of just adjusting door closers and a few different types of door closers. So if you have, uh, you know, if you have the office managers that are the project managers that know a little bit more about door hardware, it just helps these jobs all the way around because there's so many pitfalls that can come with door hardware and functionality. And it's so sad because there's so many, you know, what I would call retail glazing shops or storefront um, glazers who don't really understand or like to do, as you say, closers, and they end up losing their regular customers because they're not doing that work and it goes somewhere else and it's harder to get it back. So that makes sense. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a pretty overwhelming subject. I mean, I have a box in my office sitting right now that's like, here's our entire line of storefront thing. And it's not one box, it's probably like 30 boxes. And I'm opening the boxes and there's a little piece here and a little piece Mm -hmm. there. And you're, you're kind of playing a pretty cool Lego set that yeah. has not really the most clear instructions. And I think that's why that's that's the case. And it's the case across the board, right? You have these large companies that have thousands of SKUs and, and to a smaller person that has just a couple of guys in the field, it would be a lot easier if they had three. Right. Because then they would right. order three, not have to figure right. out the 75 parts they got to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really kind of um, where the, the big overwhelming sensation is for a lot yeah. of these guys. But yeah, the videos hopefully to, to try and help out, right? So. Yeah, because most companies, if they have one guy who's the door closer guy, they feel lucky, right? And everybody, nobody oh, wants sure. to do it, so they all send it to him besides, so. And we did, um, in, in terms of door hardware, the um, we, MP Drafting had a side company, Pinnacle, and some local people will probably remember it, but we used to do fabrication and that was the number one biggest thing that I had to go out on the floor and help with was fabricating the doors for the hardware. So Is that, right? that was a, a pain point that I've yeah. experienced many, many times and hopefully I can bring some of that experience to help. Yeah. And that I think is part of what makes what you're doing so unique too, because there are companies out there that provide education and there are companies out there that you know, put things together, do drafting, install, et cetera. But you've got that unique combination of both, and that really helps, I think, that educational component. Absolutely. 
We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back after this message from our sponsor, Western Window Systems. Hi there, I'm Brian, and I'm a window nerd. And like everyone at Western Window Systems, I'm hooked on high-performance doors and windows that can help you build better. Got questions about configurations for a new construction project? Fire away. Curious about factory glazed options for a multifamily job? How much time you got? And our industry-leading sizes? <laughs> Don't get me started. I'm Brian, and I'm a window nerd for Western Window Systems. Contact us about your next project at www.scommercial.com. Fellow nerds, welcome. Let me let me veer a little bit uh, to the side here because I don't think many people are aware that you also do, for lack of a better term, kind of private labeling education under the Learn Glazing um, umbrella for retailers or glazing companies that want to do brand their own training and also for suppliers who want to get their own training out under your umbrella. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yep. So that's something that's very, very uh, new and in the early stages. But uh, two years ago, we changed over the entire back end of our online system um, so that we would have a lot more functionality than what we did when we first launched. And one of the biggest um, capabilities that we have now is to white label the training um, and it would have to be a very specific uh, fit, a very specific need that a company would have. But we can now take what we have um, and copy over, edit, rebrand the material that we've developed under a completely new name and add uh, you know, additional modules, additional information, tweak what we have for them. So whether it's an internal training uh, tool or something that a company would want to take our system uh, you know, used what we've learned in our our efficiencies with it and put their own specific uh, training out there. That's something that we can now help with. And I'm assuming that that company could even provide you with its own testing so it could, could get verification of its own knowledge base that it wanted to make sure people understood and comprehended. Yeah, absolutely. So that, and that's another good point is the, um, we're getting into evaluations now so we do offer two types of evaluations for uh companies one is for an, a basic office knowledge test one's for a field so if you have somebody that's applying to your company you can use that evaluation to really kind of just see where they're at or you can use it for your own internal employees um but that's a good point in the white label option there is a lot of functionality for um, evaluations and how we can integrate that with the training or for um, you know, after the training so that specific companies can make sure that whoever took the training is truly understanding it. One of the big things that also comes with that training is that we've had the companies that have come to us, which is the reason why we're moving in that direction, is a lot of them are concerned about their, um, I guess, their, uh, their secrets. We'll sure, their proprietary things, their information, yeah, sure. Right, things they don't want to share, correct. So in, in that, you know, they're afraid, okay, hey, listen, we would tell you guys to do this module and we would help you build the module or we would ask you to come build it, but we don't want to just put it out there. Um, so we've, we've been approached several times, uh, more than several times about like, hey, could you guys come in here and just help me make some trainings uh, mm -hmm. in a particular process for just my new employees that they can then show videos further on uh, in the future and so on. So that's that's kind of what's kind of taking us down this road is is we're getting a lot of that request. Sure, and, and, and you to, can do it and keep it private for them and only they, they and who they want to see it sees it. Correct. That's and it would great. be all branded by them and so on, so it'd be. 
Yeah, it's definitely a neat functionality for sure. At the very early stages, I will put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So we'll, we'll come back in a year and, and talk about that with a little bit more depth. Marcus, you just mentioned um, the evaluation services. And, you know, I think one of the products that you have that I think is so neat is something that I can relate to because occasionally you would hire someone who in the interview had all the right buzzwords, you know, sounded like they knew exactly what they were doing. And then you got them, in our case, you know, out at a show or, and you realize this person really doesn't know what I thought they knew. So I know that happens in, in the glass part of the industry too. Can you tell us what you offer for, for people that are looking to make sure their new hires actually know what they, what you think they know? Uh, yeah, that would fall. Um, well, that's why we really developed the two different evaluations. So the field one focuses more on the installation processes and the office evaluation is more of the project management processes. And I think there's 70 questions in each one of them. Um, and this is our first uh, move into that field. So um, as I mentioned before, the back end of the, the stopper that we are utilizing for all this allows us to do so many different uh, types and quantities of evaluations. We're definitely going to be moving um, down the road into more focused tests that companies can use. So, you know, if you have somebody that you want to hire that's just going to install storefront, here's a great evaluation to see where they come in at, you know, or somebody that's going to come in for estimating. Um, those are the type of evaluations we're currently working on. So, but right now to answer your question, the office evaluation would at the very least give you a base level idea of where that person's at. And if they really do know some of the more intricate areas of the business or they're just fluffing up their resume. Makes sense. That's a very valuable service. And, and people can find that at the learnglazing.com site, correct? Yes. yes. Okay, good. Just I, I wanted to add a little bit to that. Sorry. That, um, so one of the things that Marcus didn't say here is that we didn't actually just, it wasn't just everything that was in my head and everything was in Marcus's head too. We actually reached out to a lot of uh, people in the field and in the industry to, to help us with some of these evaluation questions uh, of what they thought was critical and what they didn't think was critical. I think when we started, we had 200 questions in each test. And then as we were kind of all monitoring and, and getting rid of some of the ones that were necessary here and there or duplicates or similar, uh, we fine tuned this. So the tests that we have now um, are designed for mostly anybody that wants to know where they stand and where they might have some holes. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, I think its primary function is to vet, right? Because like you were saying, uh, the buzzwords are, are fantastic. But if, if you want to know, now it's not necessarily like, a, oh man, you pass or fail kind of thing. Sure. Uh, I think if anything, if you're still interested in a candidate, at least it gives you a real knowledge of where they might be and what they might need to work on, uh, what their strengths would be in what part of your business. You know, if they might be leaning towards one, one thing, more project management or more estimating, uh, it would give you, it's it's a good level of information that tells you what this person uh, is or does not know or is good at, sorry. So. And one, um, if I can do a quick shout out with these evaluations, we need to give Matt Day at Glazers Nations yeah. some credit for sure. Oh, I'm sure we were allowed to, yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> That's yeah, Matt, great, if you're yeah. To this, yeah, we thank you very much for helping us with that. And I know that we're moving forward to be doing a little bit more with him. We'll keep that a little cryptic, but it's... Uh, he was a big help in in going through this, and he spent he wow. spent some good some good time with us. So I just wanted to make sure we did the right thing and and said thank you. Sure, I, I, yeah, Matt, Matt really helped out. They're, those guys are very innovative over there, so I would expect that oh, from absolutely. them as oh, well. Yeah, we're we're excited to see what they're up to for sure. I mean, it's a this whole industry is kind of exciting right now. It's like it, when I started in the industry, you didn't know what the only people you knew what we're doing were the ones you were bidding against, and now it's like you get a good sense of what 
everybody across the country is facing. And yeah, I love it too. I, I see a growing unity in the entire industry and everybody just trying to do the same thing and the right thing and the helpful thing. And yeah. I think that the message across the industry is actually becoming very positive in the sense that everybody just wants this thing to support itself and grow. And I think it's it's more so, I don't know, maybe out of fear. A lot of people are about to retire. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, we're, we're excited that uh, the message is changing and, and there's, yeah. there's definitely a big sense of unity across the board, which is cool. Sure, that's super. Well, I'm going to take a minute and ask Marcus Dreyer and Alex Bouchel from LearnGlazing.com to talk to me a little bit about their um, quasi-day jobs, too, because you guys both have a history, as we talked about, in drafting and a bit in estimating. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you think that whole process in the industry has changed in the last few years. I'm sure you're going crazy with business on that side, too, but what are some of the trends you see there? Yeah, so for the drafting side, and we, I've been having some conversations with a few people in the office here, um, the expectation level of glazing contractors for their outsourced drafting is is rising at a rapid rate. And what I mean by that is there are customers who are getting into more complicated projects, bigger projects, more of them, and they're leaning on their outside vendors, not just the drafting resources, but other ones as well, to really be part of their team and, and to help out in more ways than I've ever seen in the last 15 years that we've been doing this. Wow. So it, it's, um, it, it's been very interesting to be kind of, uh, you know, molding our services to allow for that because I think as time goes on, the glazing contractors are going to need more and more help from wherever they can get it. So, and the projects themselves are just getting much more complicated. We're seeing consultants on a lot more projects. We're seeing um, the specifications getting a lot tougher, the performance requirements of these systems. It's So the drafting side is just getting a lot more involved to make sure that the glazing contractor has a successful project. Do you feel that you're getting more people coming to you because they have too much work or because they've made a conscious decision that drafting is something they'd, they'd prefer to outsource? Uh, so we have... Um, we go across the board from what mm -hmm. we see. I would say probably to answer your question, that we see people with just more work than what they can handle. Mm -hmm. A lot of our customers have one or two or three in-house people and we get their overflow work. Um, but we're also seeing companies that just don't, uh, they don't want to invest in an internal drafting department, nor can they, maybe they tried and they can't find experienced drafters. Mm -hmm. And that's really a big thing that, you know, and for us too, trying to hire and grow, it, it's a tough thing to find experienced people out there right now. That's for sure. Well, I think what's stepped up in this entire industry is the evolution of what's required, right? You used to be able to just put on a sheet of plans, at least when I was doing the drafting back in the day, is you would put like existing, then you would just walk away from it and be like, aha, not my problem. <laughs> um, right. those, those days are gone. I, I see the, the shop drawings that come out of this place and, I mean, they're calling out every single component that is there, whether it's theirs or not, whether they're responsible right. for it or not. And at the end of the day, it's on your drawings because it needs to be, because the glazing contractor needs to show 100% of what's going on out there most of the time or, or some level like that. And you can, you know, agree with me or disagree with me, Marcus, you no, know, correct me. But uh, so the, the internal learning for the drafters, it's not just a guy that is really good or really fast at whatever software they're using to draft. Now you need that knowledge base at the drafter level so that they can problem solve as they're looking at the components and troubleshoot and, and make suggestions and stop things from happening. And that's where the glazing contractors really need the help is 
they, they don't have the time to review and every single component, every single connection, and everything like that on their end. So they're now relying and pushing back on companies like, uh, like this one to do a lot of that work for them, help them out and, and catch things so that they can keep going on their side of it. And that's where the, I guess, uh, the partnership that Marcus was talking about really comes into play is, is I need you to help me so that I can keep doing what I'm doing um, kind of attitude. Right. We call it the the infamous division clause here. You know, the part in the contract that says that in addition to everything that you're agreeing will be perfect in the, um, you know, division eight and all the glasswork you're doing that you're warranting that your work meets everything in the other divisions specifications that needs to be met. Right, Have, yeah, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and that was um, the, the one course that we have, the shop drawing liability course. And I won't, that could be a whole podcast in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to a couple different lawyers in making that course. And even myself, as somebody who's been in the business for a while, um, when you truly get into the liability of who's responsible for what, especially when an error happens, it gets very complicated depending on so many different factors. I mean, even down to whether a purchase order was written, mm-hmm. um, you know, or it was work, you know, <laughs> it, it's very interesting when you really kind of peel back that onion of for these glazing contractors that use outside resources, it's a conversation that they really need to have with their drafter. And it's not a fun one, but everyone needs to be on the same page. And what we find is most everybody doesn't talk about it until there's a problem. Right. They talk about it when there's a problem and then there's a lot of fingers going in a lot of different directions, pointing and doing other things. Yeah. But you're right. And all the attorneys that, you know, write for our magazine and that we talk to and have at seminars say the same thing. The one piece of advice they'd love to give their clients is to call them before they do anything rather than call them after something's happened. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty neat. Well, is there anything else that you'd like us to know about learnglazing.com today? Um, I, the big point that I'd like to just kind of, uh, talk about is just like where we're headed and that's just the technical expertise side. Um, we're bringing in a lot more resources. Um, we're doing a lot better videos, a lot more videos. So what you see on the training now is just the starting point. We're really going to be, um, pushing this thing as hard as we possibly can, because even the, with as 37 courses that we have, there could be a hundred courses easily. Mm-hmm. And then just going back and adding more information and updating the ones that we do have is going to be a, a important point for us. So if, you know, we'll be reaching out to the industry coming up here in the next year in, in different ways to get some of that expertise, see who's interested in helping us out, um, you know, jumping in on videos, uh, you know, helping us with content, that sort of thing. So kind of keep an eye out for opportunities to get involved because, at the end of the day, we're not going to do this all on our own. And it is a big community and we want to involve as many people as we can. Good point. Yeah, that's perfect. I, I, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. At some point, we're going to run out of the things that are in my head and the things that are in Marcus's <laughs> head. And, and, and we're, we're definitely relying on, on everybody out there to, to help us build this because it is for everyone, right? We're doing this to kind of try and write down that knowledge that one day we'll walk away and we're hoping to put it on paper so that it's never lost. And uh, we're definitely open and, and hoping for people to come in and say, hey, I know a thing or two that you guys could have. And that's that's very helpful. And um, that's, uh, yeah, that's what we're looking for. And that's very exciting because the resources are starting to come in and they have been. And, and more and more every day we get people to ask that want to get involved. And that's that's definitely a very exciting thing. 
That's great. And we're going to be covering pretty aggressively everything you all do in terms of new modules and new education. And you're going to be uh, at some of the upcoming uh, trade shows. I think you're going to be at Glass Expo Northeast coming up in April and a couple yep. of other places if, if any of our listeners want to want to get a chance to chat directly with Marcus and Alex, you can do that there. So, and if you'd like to check out learnglazing.com, uh, it is free. Just uh, hit usglassmag.com, sign up for a subscription, and then it will lead you on over to learnglazing.com, or you can come in at learnglazing.com backslash USGM. So learnglazing.com backslash USGM. And we do have a link on our front page. As they scroll all the way to the bottom, they'll see the U.S. Glass Magazine logo. They can click right on that. Yeah. So. Perfect. All good. And and thanks to both of you gentlemen for being here with me today. I really enjoyed and appreciated the conversation very much and look forward to working together in the future. Yeah, we appreciate it as well. And, you know, thanks for believing in us and giving us an opportunity we wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. And thanks also to our sponsor, Western Window Systems.